Hey everybody, welcome back. This week on the Music Box, the Music Box State of the Union. Stick around. What's going on, everybody, Music Box listeners? I am Wade. I'm here with my brother Jimmy. What's up, everybody? What is going on? We have been in quarantine and been busy and we have not made a podcast in a while but i promise you those things are changing and we're going to get our stuff together that's our usual line so yeah yeah we are (laughs) we are two guys with families and jobs and uh um but uh and we have a passion project on the side which is the music box so we're uh we're we're determined to make it a priority absolutely yeah, we're, we're, we're in. So how in the world are you, Jimmy? It's the State of the Union today. We're talking about, uh, um, we're not going to get too crazy political or anything like that. No, but no, no, uh, no. but uh, this, is our, uh, this is our podcast and um, we can't ignore what's going on in yeah. our world and in our country. So, um, and in the music industry. Oh, man, man, the music industry is tanking, right? Yeah, well, the goings-on in the music industry are just as unprecedented as the goings-on in the world at large. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, um, artists are not making money. No, because th- there's no money in recorded music anymore. Nope. And so all all, all artists are living off performance and, and uh, you know, appearance fees and that sort of thing. And nobody's appearing currently. And nobody's performing currently. Yeah. Unless it's on, like, uh, Instagram or Facebook YouTube Live or, or YouTube yeah. Live or whatever. Um, uh, it's kind of amazing. I mean, you have your bigger bands are fine. The Foo Fighters are fine. They're fine. They're totally fine. As Dave Matthews is but, fine. But yeah. honestly, though, even, even the Foo Fighters, you know, I'm sure that they're the people that work for them probably, you know... Are not you know the the guys that put a Foo Fighters show together? You know what I mean? Because that's a band that tours a lot, and they yeah. have a lot of people that make money by going around and hanging light rigs. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely, so, all their crew and things yeah. like that. And I'm sure the Foo Fighters, as a as a company, is taking care of their employees. Right. They they have to. You right. know, um, not just not being able to tour but i mean your tour manager your 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 light guy your sound guy all the guys they're your truck drivers yeah. all of that stuff man it's a crazy time in the world well and imagine even even a little farther down the road than that the you know the event the promoters the the event bright uh access uh you know all of these ticket companies and things like that i mean those people have nothing to sell and then you get down even farther than that to the venues themselves kane's ballroom you know the what used to be the i guess it's called the tulsa theater or something it was like the that. Brady, it used to be yeah. the brady theater yeah. uh i mean you know, look at and the then amp. locally the amp uh jr's you know uh, george's george's yeah all of these places that make money from live music are not making money from live music that's, you know, that's even, 
one step away from the musicians themselves who aren't making money from playing music. Yep. So it's uh, it's a terribly difficult time to be a musician, right? Um, in in 2020, which is <clears throat> it's a difficult well, time yeah, to be yeah. everything right now. Honestly, it's yeah, it's uh, uh, the it's an unsure time. It's an unsteady time. Uh, it's uh, you know I know that there are people that that are dealing with fear and you know what I mean just either you know either fear of the virus or or fear that the that the that the country isn't headed in a good direction or fear that they might not have a job for a long time you know what I mean or they'll be seeking other employment and those sorts of things you know like where's the where's the rent coming from this month and that sort of thing there's a lot of people that have a lot of uh of unrest and a lot of uncertainty in their lives right now it's like it's not just musicians and people you know who who are associated with live music you know what about the what about the people who run your local movie theater They've been out of work for five months. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what, you know, what do they do? What happens then? What about the people that own those theaters? What about, you know, the companies that make movies? And you know what I mean? It's not just the music industry. It's so many industries. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like if, if you're on Facebook or whatever social media outlet that you look at, you're not you're not seeing adver- big advertisements for movies and no. and things like that. No, there's no film trailers in your spam anymore. Nope, nothing. Um, I think the last one that I actually, the last new release that I seen that was the number one movie in the world was uh, David Spade's new movie. Have you seen that? It's on, it's on Netflix. I, I, I haven't seen the movie itself. I know it's, it's called, called like The Wrong Misses. The Wrong Missy. The Wrong Missy. Yeah. Hilarious. Is it? It's hilarious. Yes, it's actually a really funny movie. David Spade plays the the chill guy. Yeah, and he's got a crazy count, a, a crazy person outside of him. It, it's it's actually really it's really the, really good. It's the Tommy Boy form. It form is. Of David it is. David, David Spade's a great straight guy. Yep, he's playing yeah. the straight man, and uh, that's exactly what it's called in drama: is you're playing the straight. <laughs> and you have a you have a crazy person on the other side, so everybody let's yeah. get that right. Um, education, it's all love. Here. It's all it's love. All here. love. Um, so what have what have and you been I'm doing? A, like I'm a person who enjoys going to a movie. Yeah, you know me what I mean, too, it's man. a thing I've missed. You know, I I'm a person that goes to restaurants, and I love going to restaurants, and I'm glad that I can go to restaurants again. I ate at a restaurant today. Uh, I know it's it's different, it's weird, but I don't know. I'm just a person who has I find value in that. Some people don't, but so that's just something that what, that my wife and I enjoy. We enjoy going out and having a meal brought to us, and you know what I mean. We 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 see value in that, and we spend some of our you know ex- expendable income on that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, films are another thing that we've always enjoyed going to the movie yeah, theater too, and watching man. a movie. So yeah, so what I I was pretty bummed out that that 1917 war movie I didn't get to see it in the theater oh I did get to see it I, it was probably one of the last films I saw really yeah I went and saw that uh, my son Trey had seen it and just highly recommended it and I went uh, I was out of town one day for 
for, for work. work, and I went and caught a matinee of it and just adored it. Was it good? It was so, so good. It's such a cool, uh, it's such a well-shot film. It's, it's, it's shot as a continuous shot. So it's almost like, it's almost like, it's not like you're experiencing it in real time, but there are no cuts. It's really? like there's one camera that follows the action all the way around. The action doesn't take place in a in a period of hours. There's a time, you know, where you a lot of the film you follow some people for a certain length of time in almost like real time. Wow. But there are parts where the film, you know, moves ahead in time a little bit and that sort of thing. But it's all shot basically as one one like all-seeing eye that never changes. So if the if the camera angle changes, you see it change because the camera moves to that angle. You see what I mean? Oh, because that's cool, man. It was shot as a continuous shot. And the story itself is also really well told. It's really compelling. The performances were fantastic. I loved wow, that dude. movie. I really and loved a, it. A, a, an award, an Academy Award nominee that was actually good. It was really right? good. Yeah. I really liked it. That's awesome, I loved man. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too, though. Yeah, me too. I it was that. that was right in my wheelhouse. I, I actually that think movie. that was the last movie that we seen in the theaters. Yeah, I, I think that probably the 1917 movie was the last one I saw in the movie theater, um, in the theater where I sat in a theater what, seat and watched what the was, movie. What was the last uh, music act you seen? Uh, Grace Potter. That's right. Was just probably a week or two before things kind of shut down we did go to the meteor and saw a a bob seger tribute tribute and that was literally the week before the meteor closed because i had tickets to see ian moore there the next friday night and that show got canceled wow so that was you know that i was lucky that i went to a live show but i've missed two that i had tickets for since what's that Um, the King's X show in Dallas that I was going to go to, it was rescheduled. Right now it's rescheduled for October. I don't remember the exact date. And then I had tickets to see Paul Thorne on, it's next week. It was going to be on the 17th of June. And it's been rescheduled for early December sometime, like second, third, fourth, somewhere Where in that at? ballpark. It's at Canes. At Canes? Yep. In Man, Tulsa. I wonder... I mean, you got these venues, these, the state of the world, as we're talking about, has made everybody have to just readjust and, and, and right. figure out life in a different way, you know? And, uh, and at, at the music box, we're no different. Yeah. Like, this is why, why Jimmy and I haven't been able to like nail down days to, to get together and to podcast. We're not professional podcasters. You guys know that. But so it's not our job. It's what right. we do for fun when we get yep. together and we just, you know, hang out and talk. And so, um, and you know, if yeah. I'm being honest, just the the social media kind of bickering that's gone on in the last, you know, few weeks in particular, um, it's just been real discouraging to me. It's but very at the same heavy. time. At the same time, the the optimist in me, and there is one, contrary to popular belief, yeah. is that is that it is a there is an atmosphere of of change of real, you know, lasting impacts, and I hope that that the things that change change for the better. I'm not a change for the sake of change guy, but I am 
uh, very anti-tradition. Just as a person, I think tradition's bad and it makes people mean. So I like the idea that some of the, you know, conventional wisdom or some of the business as usual aspects of life are being examined really uh, intensely right now. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I I understand that. I'm with you. I think it should be like um, challenged every now and then, you know, because it has to be. We have to be progressive. We have to move forward. Things yeah. don't always have to be the same. And and but people don't like you challenging the way. I mean, right? Especially if it's how you grew up. It's how you've always believed. It's how. I'll tell you. Um, this is this is kind of off the cuff, and I'm not sure I should even share this, but just as a really kind of intimately personal thought, lately I've I've come to see that that no matter what side of the proverbial aisle you're on. I think that the idea that that one side sees problems that the other side don't think are problems is a little bit of a misnomer and a little bit of a fallacy. I think that people generally think uh, with, a, with a very small percentage of exceptions that uh, certain things are bad, right? Right. So I think that the vast majority of people feel that racism is bad and systemic racism is a travesty. But I think that the way people see as solving those issues differ and that's where the rub is. Yeah, It isn't in the issue itself, it's in the possible solutions to the issue. And what people get hung up on is that if you don't like my solution or my complaint about the problem even. There's so little solution being offered. There's no solution, right? yeah. But, but I think people get at each other by thinking that, you know, like just say that a certain, a certain percentage of people think that one way, there's one way to solve a problem. And then another certain percentage of people think that that maybe isn't the best way. And then it turns into, instead of, we both agree that there's a problem that needs a solution. Instead of saying, well, I just don't agree with your solution. Then it turns into, you don't think there's a problem. And I don't think that's necessarily the case. Right. So case in point, exactly what you're saying. Kimberly and I have a business and we, we own a CrossFit gym. And there's been crazy amounts of crud going on in the CrossFit community. Yeah. Um, yep. That's a big, big very, news. very big news. Very, very scary yeah. uh, when it comes to being an affiliate owner with CrossFit and you got all of these influencer athletes that CrossFit made. Yeah. Okay. Um, that have said, we're not going to be involved in CrossFit. Their, their, their biggest issue is CrossFit hasn't said something. They haven't took a stand either way. Right. And then Glassman got in some trouble. Glassman is the CEO of CrossFit, um, founder and CEO. Glassman got in some trouble for a very, very um, inappropriate statement that he made concerning George Floyd and COVID-19. Was not racist in any way, but it was perceived as racism. And um, I think at this time, if people can just jump on and say if you're racist because you said something that wasn't racist 
Like right. that's that's bull crap. Um, but yeah, anyway, and that's that's kind of what I mean is that is that <clears throat> a lot of what gets labeled as a thing isn't that thing. It's just that I do not agree with what your solution to the problem is. That's exactly that's you right. Know what I mean, and, oh gosh, and listen to me, just Excuse as me. a Again, I'm going. I'm getting out on a limb a little bit here. No, you're fine. But cancel culture is cancer. It's it's the terrible. Death. It's the death of freedom. Yeah. Look, you have a constitutionally protected right to say stupid things out loud and to lose your business for it. Yep. But I'm telling you, you have to be free to say it. Yeah. That's what this country is. That's what separates this country for all its flaws and all its shortcomings from every other country is that you have the right to think and say anything you want to think and say. Now, you can be proven to be a complete idiot because of the things you think and say, but the United States was founded on the principle that you can think and say that idiotic thing. And do. And do. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you. So after all is said and done, all the influencers of CrossFit go, we're out of the games. We're not doing this because he's not doing what we want him to do. Yes. Because okay? he's not doing what we want him yes, to do. Yes. He's not doing what we want him yeah. to do. And we're... We are CrossFit. Right. No, this guy made CrossFit. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about CrossFit. This is supposed to be about music, but this is the state of the union. Yeah. Like, this is the state is. of the stuff that's involved in our lives right now. Well, and as so, a person who who is and has been a creative person, and I have enjoyed things that people have created, I fear a world where certain things can't be thought or said. Because that murders creativity. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, if you can't explore your own thoughts and feelings and express those, then what what do we have? If we're going to be forced to think like somebody else thinks. Right? You're free to think how you want to think. I'm free to think how I want to think. And if we differ, that's okay. I can still love you as a person. That's... We, we, now we there's to, there's an art form that's been utterly lost in the social media world that we live in. Yeah, is the idea a that I can and currently do have unexpressed thoughts. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can express a thought that's directly contrary to my thought, and I can still love you. Hmm. And here's another thing that a lot of people don't realize. And, and maybe you're hearing this for the first time ever. I can disagree with you, Wade, and not even mention it. Yep. I, yeah. <laughs> I can just say, in my own mind, without even think, you know, without even saying it out loud, I can think Wade is an idiot. Yeah. And then I can, I can hug you and tell you I love you and mean that I love you. And then I can go home and I can tell my wife that you're an idiot. Yeah. I don't have to say it out loud. I don't have to say it on social media. I don't have to say it to your face. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if this is how, <laughs> how relationships. This is, I'm just using you as a random example. That's I don't, a terrible example because now I'm insecure. I don't think Wade's an idiot at all. <clears throat> <clears throat> no. 
that but I'm just saying we, what you know and and it comes it comes from all sides. Yeah. But it's like if you don't think what I think, then we are enemies. That's so stupid. And that is not the case. That's 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 dumb. People in America, that's dumb. So now as we're still talking about CrossFit, just because I have to finish this, the reason I started this is they said we want Glassman to step down. He want we wanted to give his company up. That he built. That he built. From nothing. From nothing. Absolutely not going to happen from the people that CrossFit made. Yeah. Okay? They're nothing without this this guy and his methodology and the way that he taught us how to train. And so um, he resigns as CEO, appoints another CEO, mm-hmm. and people are still yeah. saying, no, we want you to quit. We want you to get out. Well, and... Right? That's... <laughs> it's just a dangerous mentality. It's, it's a lynch mob mentality. It's a mob rule mentality. It's cancel. Yeah. It's a it's cancel, cancel culture, culture man. Yeah. If I disagree with you, you should not exist. That's what they say. That's what they're saying. They would never admit that to themselves because they believe that their reasons for for behaving that way are altruistic, and that and that that's somehow for the betterment of the world. But what they're saying is, if you disagree with me, you should not exist. Right. I I honestly, and this is a this is a step out there, but if you are friends with me and you have to agree with me all the time, I'm not really a good friend to you. Yeah. We're not good friends. No. You know? And so... Well, and I'm not a secure person. If I can't put an opinion out there and have you disagree with it. Yeah. You know, whether it's, it's to my face or in private, you know what I mean? Or in secret. It, You know, I mean, just the, the entire idea that you can have, that you can have an unexpressed opinion or an opinion that is diametrically opposed to somebody and still love that person or care about that person or treat that person as though they are worthy to draw breath. Right. Right. The state of the world is crazy. And I think that we could take a music podcast and just talk like we're talking now. Um, The state of music is crazy. Yeah. I don't think there's there's anybody who knows what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I saw that Garth Brooks is going to play some drive-in movie theaters, including... Virtually? In, no. Like, go and play no, shows. No, he's not going to be there. Yeah. He's, no, they're going to... No. They're going to televise Oh, they're going to televise it at, at the drive-ins. drive-ins. I got at you. At a hundred bucks a ticket. Well, you if, know... If me and you somebody, and Amy and Kimberly go, somebody four hundred dollars Yeah, somebody came up... I thought it was a hundred bucks a carload. I've, I don't know. That's, that's possible. But, there, you know, there's a guy that's making hay. At least he's like, well, these are the lemons I got. I'm going to turn them into lemonade, and here's how I'm going to do it. Who knew that drive-ins would be popular again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, man, they finally tore down that old drive-in, and now we need it. <laughs> <laughs> and some somewhere somebody, some investor's like, I'm going to build a drive-in. Mm. I'm going to drive-in concert. It's going to be... It's going to be how they gentrify neighborhoods all over America <laughs> is by, by putting in a drive-in. Dude, speaking of Garth Brooks, did you watch the Netflix Garth Brooks? No. Thing? There's a documentary. It's two two parts, and yeah. it's kind of his story. Yeah. And I've never seen it um, before, but Garth, Garth's a character. Garth's very emotional. 
He cries a lot. Yeah. He's kind of like me if I was talking about something. He's a dramatic dude. Yeah. But there is no one, no one on the planet that has been more successful than Garth Brooks. Yeah. It blows my mind. Right. Like watching that documentary, when it comes to album sales and tours, dude. Yeah, no, dude, I mean. Garth killed it from 1989 to not 2001, and then he stopped for 14 years, come back in 2014 or whatever. Yeah. And he's been on tour with really no new music setting records that nobody will break. Nobody's going to break those records. I'm telling you, he's one of the guys that was just born to do what he did, what he's doing. He... You know what I mean? He just... Loves people. He's all of that stuff, yeah. He loves to entertain people. And that's what I found in in that documentary. I was listening to him talk. Yeah. And all he talked about was, it is not about me on this stage. It's about... What do they want? Yeah. What do they feel? Yeah. How do and 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 he and you see it throughout the footage of his concerts from the time he was playing a dive bar in Oklahoma until he's playing five nights in a row of forty thousand people in Ireland. Yeah. Amazing. He looks the same. Yeah. He loves it just as he's much. He's trying just as hard. Yep. <laughs> or got, or just having as much fun. Yeah. It doesn't, not even really effort. He can spend a lot more money doing it now. <laughs> yeah. You know, no matter the state of the union, um, music will bring people together. Right. I think that always um, there are songs. And, you know, my the songs I've been listening to during quarantine and then after quarantine trying to run a business during this yeah, crap. Madness. Um <clears throat> my songs have got a little darker. They've got a little more heavy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um the things that are like, you know, I need a little heavier. Yeah. Um and maybe that's just the way that I express myself. Right. I mean I showed you like three songs today and they're all like they're all like really almost operatic metal. Yeah. Heavy of, heavy, yeah. heavy stuff. You know, and I think that I can't overlook that as a person and think, no, you know, yeah. that that's just me right now. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not listening to much Amos Lee and Foy Vance right, right now. It's a little too, <laughs> a little too folky. It's you know? a little too folky. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, me too. I'm listening to a lot of stuff I know right now. Yeah. That's I'm finding, true. I'm finding a lot of kind of, you know what I mean? Just kind of peace and listening to things I know right now. I haven't, I haven't ventured out far from the reservation recently. Actually, just, I think that's probably good. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's been good for me. It just feels right to it's me your foundation, right now. Yeah. But <clears throat> no matter the state of the world, music will always be good. Yeah. No matter what you listen to. Um, and, um, well, and I might just say, I don't want to get too philosophical here, but, you know, what you, what you give is what you get. And if you spend more time looking for your common ground than you do looking for your uncommon ground, you find a lot more room to love people and be close to them and enjoy them and enjoy your own life. You don't have to get caught up in the news of the second. Yeah. You know, turn off the daggum news, 
Go have a conversation with somebody. Go listen to music with somebody. Call somebody on the phone you haven't talked to in a long time and just find out how they are. Yeah. You know? Find out how the, the, the state of their union is there's, going on. There's more to all of us than who we voted for. Oh, God. Like, there's more to all of us than what we listen to or what we watch. Yeah. You know, the best of us isn't can't be defined in a soundbite. And the same with the, you know, I mean, look look for reasons to care about people. Yeah, just go love somebody. Instead of reasons to hate people. Yeah, just go love somebody. Um, and, and do it genuinely. Yeah. You know? It's um, easy and it's free. It's easy yeah. and it's free. You don't have to be we gainfully. Em- you don't have to be gainfully employed to pull that off. Nope. Man, a hug. A hug goes a long ways for people it does. sometimes too. And, so, uh, and we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. And listening to us ramble on and on. It's it's really uh, interesting. We didn't want to come on here today and just like talk about something off of what is on everybody's mind at the moment. Yeah. And uh, we're blessed that we're able to even do what we do. But for sure. Um, the state of the union, I don't know if we even addressed <laughs> anything. Um, this is kind of how Jimmy and it's, I roll. We it's just roll bizarre it. about like this podcast. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good, but we love you guys. I um, love you guys. Stick, to, stick to listening. Tell your friends about the podcast and, uh, go back and check some of the older ones out. Um, you can find us on all, um, podcast, uh, streaming except for, Spotify and Apple for some reason. So we will uh we'll let you know when the Spotify contract comes through. <laughs> yeah, like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, did you hear that? I did. Let's not talk about that. But maybe on the next time on the Music Box podcast. Um we'll see you later. Bye everybody.